You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why ProPlan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. Welcome to the Ducks Unlimited podcast, the only podcast about all things waterfowl. From hunting insights to science-based discussions about ducks, geese, and issues affecting waterfowl and wetlands conservation in North America, we bring the resource to you. The DU Podcast with your hosts, Chris Jennings and Dr. Mike Brazier. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Ducks Unlimited Podcast. We are back with Season 2. I've got my co-host, Dr. Mike Brazier, joining me. How are you, Mike? I'm doing well, Chris. How are you doing? Doing well, doing well. We wanted to get together on this quick show uh, just to let everybody know that one, the DU Podcast Season 2 is back. Kind of give you a little bit of an update of one, what we've been doing, two, what we're going to be doing, and kind of just introduce some of the uh, Season 2 topics. I know I'm excited to really jump into these topics, but the first thing I want to bring up, and and Mike, you can chime in here whenever, uh, we just want to remind people that Ducks Unlimited, uh, myself and Mike, uh, we, and just like everyone else around the country, are, are following strict stay-at-home orders here in Memphis. So we're both recording in different areas. That's a lot different from us than being in the studio there at Ducks Unlimited. So as we get into season two, you may notice a little bit different sound quality. And first of all, I don't want you to blame that on our awesome producer, Clay Baird, because he's been doing a fantastic job kind of piecing these together as Mike and I are making these recordings. I mean, personally, I'm recording them in a small room in my garage. Uh, I don't know where you're at, Mike, but I've been dancing around from one room to the next, trying to find the the, the location where I get the best cellular and Wi-Fi reception. And those two things don't necessarily occur in the same place, so it does certainly make it a bit of a challenge uh, trying to ensure we get good reception here. But you're right, the producer uh, Clay Barrett has done a done a great job finding some software that seems to give us some pretty good audio quality. So it might sound a bit different, but we do still hope, as you say, that it sounds. Uh, sounds good to the listeners. Absolutely. And the first thing we want to mention as we kick off season two is Ducks Unlimited's fundraising mission um, has been halted. I mean, there have been more than 2,000 events canceled. Um, dollars raised for conservation has definitely not necessarily come to a screeching halt. And a lot of that is because a lot of these events, different volunteers and, and chapters throughout the country have really been turning towards raising money for wetlands conservation through their digital reach. So either Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, uh, email, you know, people are really reaching out. And we're, there's several different ways that uh, you can contribute. Any of our listeners can obviously get involved in, you know, we're doing auctions online. There's special DU event merchandise that's never been available to the general public before other than at events are now available online. So if you guys can get on there and check those out, that would be a great help for wetlands conservation. Chris, if I could jump in here, I would just say that if people haven't seen those online auctions, I would really encourage them to to go online and try to find them. I get notices all the time on Facebook from different Ducks Unlimited chapters. I also get email notifications of these online auctions. 
And I've actually bid on some items myself. I've won a couple of items and there are some really good opportunities and really good packages that you might have access to through these on online auctions that you otherwise would not if you just attended a regular banquet. Uh, so it's a great opportunity out there to continue to support Ducks Unlimited uh, and to kind of get your hands on some items that, that might be unique given the things you normally see. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and in regards to that as well, while our fundraising mission continues, our conservation mission is ongoing as well. And, and Mike, do you have any insight on, you know, some of the different things that, that DU is doing? Um, there's certain web pieces that you can get online and read about how our conservation efforts are still going on throughout the country. But if you can provide a little bit of insight to that, that would be great. Yeah, I'll talk. Uh, I'll tell you what, tell the listeners what I know. I'm probably not the best authority to give a, a comprehensive overview of this across the country. But what I can tell you is in those states where we do still have the ability to be out and about working on projects, whether it be overseeing the construction or any kind of site work of existing projects, that's still occurring. It, we are also in those states where we're allowed to. We're continuing to meet with landowners or our, our federal and state partners to identify uh, future habitat conservation projects, to design those habitat conservation projects. And then obviously we're continuing to do as much as we can. And normally, it, typically it's occurring at, at close to normal pace of looking for funds through through our, our, our public resources. Um, and so conservation work continues to operate at a really at a really high pace within the organization. I think the the, the conservation numbers when they come in at the end of the year are going to be really impressive and it just makes you appreciate the great work that our conservation staff, our fundraising, our engineering staff do. Uh, and we're persisting and finding new and innovative ways to do all of these things in, in these incredibly unprecedented times. So I think I would want to leave people with a message of optimism with respect to how DU is is just is going as hard as we can, continuing to do the important conservation work wherever we can, wherever the, the social, social distancing measures uh, permit us to do so. That's I think we have a lot of people that are submitting pictures, uh, forgets like a hashtag DU outside or DU get outside, something of that nature, where we're trying to uh, let people see our biologists and our engineers out in the field continuing to do this important habitat work. So um, there is some optimism to be had in, in the continued conservation work of the organization. That's a great recap, Mike. Uh you know, looking forward, you know, speaking of optimism, you know, I'm very optimistic about season two. Um, I do want to remind all of our listeners, and maybe this is someone's first time joining us. Uh, we still have season one that you can go back and listen to. We've got hours and hours and hours. There's 86 episodes waiting for uh, anyone who wants to uh, start from the very beginning and, and really catch up on the DU podcast and some of the great conservation information that we provided last season. Uh, but moving forward into season two. Mike, I know you've been recording some shows with some different people. Kind of give us a little bit of an update on, on what people can expect for season two. We already have a dozen or a dozen and a half shows that are nearly ready to go. So when we start back up here next week, uh, well, I guess it's next week as we're recording this, but it'll be the first full week of May. When we start, start up, we're going to have a series of shows already lined up. And some of those, I want to make sure people understand this, some of those shows were recorded in February or March. So 
as you listen to some of those shows, if it feels like the conversation is totally avoiding the elephant in the room being the coronavirus, COVID-19, just remember that some of these conversations were, were, were recorded prior to it becoming an issue. The conservation message or the research message or whatever the topic might have been for those shows is still relevant. Um, but we have some uh, – we recorded some shows that we re- were really excited about and, and still are, obviously. Jerry Holden, the director of the – director of operation, operations for Ducks Unlimited Southern Region, joined us for a three-part series. And I know you're going to enjoy those episodes. Jerry talks about all the great work that the Southern Region is doing. And, of course, that's one where this, the, the lack of any reference to the coronavirus and the impacts of, of it on the organization will be most obvious. But, again, it was recorded back in February. Uh, Jerry's a great interview, and I know those will be the last times we have him on. We also go to some other parts of the country, um, the, uh, the, the Southern, um, Southern Great Plains, to, to talk with Mike Carter of the Playa Lakes Joint Venture, Matt Huff, a Ducks Unlimited biologist. We talk with a, a Ducks Unlimited biologist or uh, I guess he's director of conservation programs out of Texas, Dr. Todd Marandino, talking about a flagship habitat restoration project in, in that state. Uh, and then we also have some, some additional science themes, uh, science themed um, episodes. We're going to talk with a researcher in North Dakota who's using some drone technologies uh, and some some camera technologies to study nesting waterfowl. Uh, we're going to also have we're going to have another episode about snow geese with Dr. Mark Petrie. So we have a lot of things already lined up and we're going to continue to to add to that as we go forward. One of the things that I it's I do want to spend a minute talking about right now, though, in, in light of the coronavirus and the way it's impacted everything, most people listening to this this podcast will probably know by the time they listen to it that the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, Canadian Wildlife Service, and state partners through their collective decisions have had to cancel the May breeding population and habitat survey. And that's a big bummer for everybody that cares about waterfowl populations. It's really it's a big bummer in terms of the data streams that we use to manage waterfowl populations and harvest management, but also just what we look forward to every year in terms of those those numbers. <laughs> Chris, I know we had we had already mapped out some shows, you know, a couple of months ago that we were going to produce for August when those numbers get released. But now we're not going to be able to do those. But but what we are going to do, and I'll let people, I'll share this so that you can have something to look forward to. Around sometime around mid-May, we're going to connect with the chief of the Division of Migratory Bird Management, Dr. Ken Richkus. We're going to have him on the podcast to talk to him about this very issue, so that you don't you, you don't have to hear hear about these these issues and the decisions that are likely to occur from us. You get to hear it directly from the people that are at the at the top that are kind of overseeing some of this collaborative decision making. So uh, I, I think you'll really want to. Uh, tune in for that episode. Uh, I think there's we have great confidence in our state and federal partners to continue to do the right thing, make good decisions for harvest management, and and to you know do things in a way that that give us those hunting opportunities. But we're going to have Ken on to talk about that. Uh, uh, Chris, I think we'll also uh, have some. Uh, given that we won't have insights, you know, data uh, data based insights on habitat conditions from that survey this year. It's going to be really important from from our you know kind of personal perspective to get a lot of people on the on the podcast 
that are actually working in the, in the Dakotas, working in Prairie Canada, so they can give us some firsthand insights on habitat conditions as they see it, because I know everybody's really interested in that, and rightly so. And and you've actually talked to someone here recently, uh, uh, kind of had some insights on that. I think conditions are really, are really wet in the Dakotas. I'm not sure what they're like in Prairie Canada, but um, but but I'll toss this over to you now, and, and also you can tell 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 us what you know about that. But also, I'm kind of interested to hear about some of the shows that you've lined up. I've seen some of those listed on the little document that we keep, but I've not listened to any of them. So I'm, I'm looking forward to those. Man, I listen to every single one of your shows as soon as they upload. I'm like, I'm, I'm <laughs> kind of upset you're not following me as closely as I'm following you here. But well, they, no, I mean, I'm they're not out yet. Got... They're not out yet. <laughs> uh, no, I, I'm, I'm really excited about the shows that that I've been able to record while uh, and during this kind of stay at home order, I've reached out to some of our top contributors in the magazine and some some very familiar names that uh, a lot of our listeners will know. We've got Phil Bergeli, who's Ducks Unlimited Magazine shotgunning columnist. He joined me for a couple different episodes of walking people through uh, various things you can do during the off season. Um, you know, shooting techniques, the different tactics, even even some some really good conversations with with Phil about shooting and, and really what to know about why you miss, uh, how you miss, and, and things to understand as a shooter, as a waterfowl hunter. Um, I also reached out to Mike Stewart. We had Mike Stewart, the owner and operator of Wild Rose Kennels. Um, he was He's obviously a great wealth of information regarding retriever training, and, and we kind of did a little intro with Mike, just, just letting our listeners learn more about Mike and, and the Wild Rose kennels and the operation that he runs so i'm, I'm excited about those I, you know i had jay anglin i got john pullman which which you mentioned uh, you know i spoke with john just last week and he mentioned that he's in south dakota and he was just you know i could i could almost see his smile through the phone because he was so excited that uh they had tons of water they had tons of ducks he you know he's seeing gadwalls pintails um, blue wings are starting to roll in there pretty thick and he's just like man we've got we've got great water again and and he's just really excited about it so you know another thing you brought up you know we're gonna try and it is a bummer that uh that we're not gonna have the the bpop survey this year um, along with other you know banding programs and things that were canceled uh, due to the covid response uh, but i think this gives us a good opportunity and it'll be great a great tool for our listeners. We're going to be able to bring on guests from, like you said, all over the prairies, uh, U.S. and Canada, and get those little quick updates. And hopefully, we can do those as often as possible. You know, hopefully weekly, um, and they'll be very similar to what we did during the regular season or season one when we were doing the bonus episodes with migration, hunting, and habitat updates. So, if we can bring biologists on, people who are on the ground, engineers, whoever who's actually seeing. Uh, what's exactly going on in the prairies. I think that that'll be some great information for, uh, for our audience. And, and I think everyone will really key in, like you said, it's, it's definitely a loss there. Um, and I, I think we'll, we'll be able to provide that as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. One of the things that, that I think we probably wanted to say before we close out here on this, this episode, and I don't know if you have anything else you want to say, but I, I want to make sure that we, uh, that we mentioned this before before we do go is that you know last year season one I think was I think we could both we could both agree that was it was incredibly successful you know just from the standpoint of we had never done one of these before we were able to produce a ton of content we 
immensely thank our producer, Clay Baird, who, as we say on every episode, does a fantastic job with editing and production of these. Um, that continues to be true. But the other thing that we really have to do, and we mean this sincerely, is to thank the listeners for their input, for their comments, for their reviews. I think towards the end of season one, we had we had amassed over 400 reviews or 400 comments for the Ducks Unlimited podcast. A lot of those comments came with suggestions for uh, for topics for additional episodes. I have received some some of those suggestions either by way of Facebook or Messenger or uh, or email. I think probably all three of us, have, including Clay, have received some suggestions by way of email of different topics that our listeners would like for us to discuss. And some of that, uh, one example includes a reference to uh, banding, preseason banding, how that data is collected, how it's used, uh, and just talking about some of the neat aspects of that, as well as winter banding and how much of that is occurring, how much has occurred historically, and kind of what's the difference between those two types of banding and how can they be used together. So anyway, we've gotten some great suggestions from our listeners. And so we thank you for those suggestions, but but certainly thank you fundamentally just for listening because you know, if it wasn't for the listeners, we wouldn't be doing this. Absolutely. That's a good point, Mike. And, you know, thanks to everyone. We had a little little, little promotion uh, towards the end of season one where we gave away some free DU hats. And we had a, we got almost 800 emails just in regards to, um, hey, great job or, hey, here's what you should do. And, and we take all that feedback. And, and for us, even when it's not as positive as what we'd like, it's positive for us because we can grow on that and, you know, either get new topics or change some of the things that we do. Uh, you know, I got a lot of comments, people who had just walked up to me or people I knew who would email me and just be like, man, that, that Mike Brazier, he seems like a real smart guy. And I'm like, that, nothing <laughs> about me? Nothing? You got, you got nothing? Hey, you're not so supposed I, to I lie those. on the podcast. <laughs> no, no, I did. I got a lot. So, um, you know, that's a, that's a good reminder to let people know that you can email the podcast at dupodcast at ducks.org. Or you can just visit the website at ducks.org slash du podcast, and there's contact information there. Um, you can reach out to us. We get all those emails. We filter. We read them all. We filter through them, um, and we do learn from it. So uh, we're looking forward to season two. Uh, we're going to go ahead and let that kick off. We're season two. The pace of season two probably won't be as much as we did during season one. We kind of looked at this as the off season, but. Uh, but the content will be there. We're going to be, you know, rocking and rolling the whole time. And I'd like to thank Mike, my co-host, for for being just the smartest guy on, on the podcast. Uh, thanks a lot. That's what the feedback's coming. I uh, would also like to thank Clay Baird for producing this show and, and doing a fantastic job even during difficult times and, and even helping us get season two kicked off. And I'd like to thank you, the listener, for joining us and supporting Wetlands Conservation. Thank you for listening to this episode of the DU Podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit www.ducks.org slash dupodcast for resources based on today's topics, as well as access to more episodes. Opinions expressed by guests do not necessarily reflect those of Ducks Unlimited. Until next time, stay tuned to the Ducks. You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina ProPlan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient. 
and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why ProPlan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com.